I don't know about you, but we're always looking for ways to get our kids involved and give back in our local community. That's why we're excited to tell you about Student Visionaries of the Year, a campaign by the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, which is the largest nonprofit organization dedicated to creating a world without blood cancers. Student Visionaries of the Year is a seven-week philanthropic leadership development program for high school students. Participants form strong teams and fundraise in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. I would love for Violet to do this program when she's in high school. This program is transformative. It not only helps students develop valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship, not to mention it looks great on college applications, but most importantly, it's also a chance for them to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on blood cancer patients and their families. You can learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or even nominate a student at lls.org slash students. That's lls.org slash students. So I went to the hardware store this morning, Liz, and I put down my purchases, which was a shovel and a pooper scooper. Um, And the lady behind the counter just looked at me and she goes, you have a little work to do today, don't (laughs) you? That is so oh hi. So oh hi. Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Sarah Fain, a TV writer and producer living in Ojai, outside of L.A., and with me is my high school friend and writing partner, Liz. That's me, Liz Craft. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. Today, we're going to talk about being in hiatus mode. We're also doing a take two on our holiday gift guide. We have great gift ideas that Thanks to our listeners. Then we'll amplify a great podcast that anyone coming up in the entertainment business should listen to. And finally, this week's Hollywood hack is inspired by all the time Sarah is spending in her car. Now that she lives in Ojai. <laughs> yes. Um, and before we dive in, we want to remind everyone that you can watch Fantasy Island on Hulu and Fox.com. All of the episodes are there to be seen or to be seen again. And we also have our holiday episode coming up in November. Yes. And then, Sarah, we promised our listeners we would keep them updated on the situation with IATSE. IATSE is the union that represents many, many people who work on film and television crews. And they had voted to give leaders authorization to strike if a deal couldn't be set overwhelmingly because they had been negotiating a new deal with the AMPTP, which was not going well. So the update is once the strike authorization vote passed, they went back to negotiating. They have negotiated a deal. I think some members like the deal. Many members do not like the deal. Um, That's often the case. I mean, I remember when the WGA was on strike, Sarah, you and I weren't thrilled with the deal we got. Right. But we did vote to pass it. That's true. So we will see. They're going to vote very soon on whether or not to ratify this contract. And so hopefully there won't be a strike, but we will keep you posted. Okay, it's time for From the Treadmill Desks of, where we talk about what's most pressing in our work psyches. 
And this week, it is getting into hiatus mode. There is nothing better than hiatus mode if you can be in it, if you can yes. find that time to actually be in hiatus mode. Liz, what, what is hiatus mode? Yes. Hiatus mode is this magical period between seasons. It's in Hollywood when you finished one job, you know you have another job, so you're not stressed about where you're getting your next paycheck but you're on vacation with absolutely no work to do. And it's not like going on vacation because like when you go on vacation, it's just like a break from work. This is like beyond a break from work, right? Yes. This is like, it's the most wonderful elated feeling, but it's hard to get into, especially in our situation because we don't have a season two green light, but you and I talked and decided we just got to get into hiatus mode or we're going to implode. Right, exactly. We talked about the sliding doors nature of our lives right now in, uh, I think, last week's episode, right? So when you're in that place, it's very hard to feel the sense of being on hiatus. But we think we are on hiatus. Like, we feel right. good about a season two. It seems like it's very close to being official. And and once it is official, we'll be we'll be working like yes, probably right away. Yes. So we will have lost the opportunity to have hiatus mode yes. and to be in that space in our brains. Yeah, that's and the that thing. would it's, be so sad. Yes. And I mean, hiatus mode is really a mental state. Yes. It's like just a different mental state. And we'll talk about that because you do things to get into hiatus mode or to be in hiatus mode. For instance, you and I have certain restaurants we go to that get us in hiatus mode. And this has been the case for many, many years. Yes. So the other day we said to each other, we've got to go into hiatus mode or else, you know, we're just not going to make it here. And so at which point I said, well, maybe we should go to Benihana for lunch because that uh. is one of our hiatus mode restaurants. Yes. And Oh my God, it was amazing. And it, it really so did put me in that mental place. It was yes. so nice. And then you've been taking a lot of short trips, which yes. is a hiatus mode thing. Yes, there is nothing better to get yourself, I think, like in a different headspace than taking a trip. And I could tell I was in hiatus mode because there were certain phone calls happening and I was just like, Sarah, can I not be on this phone call? I just want to hang out with my friends. So thank you for taking those calls because I'm I really as soon as I was away, I was in hiatus mode. Yes. And I got my spinning wheel going. I got this new spinning wheel that has just been sitting basically since I got to Ojai. So I got it out and figured out how to use it. And I've been spinning, which is a very kind of hiatus mode thing to do. And also just, I mean, the doctor's appointments. I mean, yes. part of it is post-ish pandemic, you know, getting catching up on all those things we missed. But it's also a very typical hiatus thing to do is yes. to just you shove all your doctor's appointments into hiatus. So it yes. both of feels... us are constantly on the way to a yeah. doctor's appointment. <laughs> and then Sarah, you brought up an interesting point. And this, I think, like if listeners could somehow get themselves into hiatus mode, even though other jobs don't have an actual hiatus, I think it's like a life improver because you were saying yes. how you've been cleaning your kitchen a lot, but cleaning your <laughs> kitchen is a completely different experience on and off 
hiatus mode. Yes. No, in hiatus mode, cleaning the kitchen is a very relaxing activity. It's almost meditative and mindful and very enjoyable. And you feel the satisfaction of the clean kitchen. When not in hiatus mode, cleaning the kitchen is like, feels like drudgery and, oh, I have to get this done really fast. And ah, I'm, you know, running between things and blah. Like hiatus mode kitchen cleaning is great. And so my goal is to try and keep hiatus mode Kitchen cleaning, even when we're out of hiatus. <laughs> Good luck with that one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, Sarah, the one downside of us getting into hiatus mode is now I want it to last. Like, I know. Uh, you know what I mean? Because it really is like our my favorite time of year. Yes. <laughs> um, and we rarely have it. I mean, you and I haven't actually had a hiatus mode since we were on The Shield, I don't think. Yeah. You know, Where you're on a show and it's coming back and you know there's another season. Yes. Yeah. So I hope we're not misguided. I mean, this is us taking a big, you know, I've been the one declaring we're getting a season two against all superstitious beliefs. <laughs> so I hope that we're right to be in hiatus mode. I think we are. I think we are. And I mean, and I feel like, and this is why it felt kind of urgent to go into hiatus mode. It feels like it's going to be a matter of days before, you know, things are resolved. And then we're going to be working again. So it, yeah. it's kind of a bummer because ideally we could have been in this mode for weeks and we yes. haven't been able to be. No. But we're seizing this moment and, and yes. getting into hiatus mode now. Yes. It's just part of the business. I mean, things it never is. go exactly the way you want them to no, in this business. Don't. So, you know, as long as we end up with the season two, it's all good. Yes. And meanwhile, I'd love to hear from people in other businesses, like if they have the equivalent of hiatus mode. Like, is there yes. a thing where like we build to this like one event for eight months and then for the next three months, we all just relax or, you know, I'm well, it's just like curious. accountants after tax season. Yes. Is there it's... some kind of deep breath? <laughs> exactly. I want to hear about other people's hiatus mode and just like how they um, enjoy their hiatus mode mode. Yes, please. Coming up, we have more ideas this time from listeners for holiday gifts after this break. Okay, Liz, here's some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, multiple systems, delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs, you cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems, and you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash Hollywood. NetSuite.com slash Hollywood. NetSuite.com slash Hollywood. Okay, Sarah, in episode 231, we shared our holiday gift guide, and we asked all of you for more gift ideas, and we got some great ones. And we also have a couple to add to the list. So let's just go through these, Sarah. 
I cannot get enough ideas for gifts. Even if it's not things I would get people because it's just not me, I still absolutely love like looking up the gifts. Just hearing what other people are getting. Yes. (laughs) And going to the websites. So two people recommended salt, which I found very interesting. And I yeah. we have gotten salt as a gift and really liked it. Yes, it was a great gift. And I have to say, Violet loves salt. So I will be getting some oh. kind of, like, Christina recommended magic unicorn sea salt. And I'm just like, well, that's clearly a stocking stuffer for Violet. No question. <laughs> yes. So magical unicorn sea salt is from beautifulrainysea.com. Of course, we'll link to all of these. And then Christine recommended seasoned salts from momofuku.com. And then Bethany recommended Penzi's Spices. This is sort of in the same theme. She suggested starting with the shallot pepper. I love Penzi Spices. I'm a huge fan. I actually just bought a bunch of season mixes, seasoning mm. mixes from them. They're awesome. I like that because, you know, for someone who likes to cook, you can't go wrong with giving them spices. Yes. And Penzi's has all sorts of creative mixes and blends. Amina suggested the Pottery Barn Faux Fur Rouge Throws. Mm. Now, they're kind of pricey, $170. You and I are a big fan of throws. Yes, we love a good throw. We love a good throw. (laughs) We get them for people. I often get people the Nordstrom Faux Fur Throws. And it's one of those gifts where I that you give and you want it for yourself. Like, I've never bought one for myself, but, like, I actually really want one. And so I keep giving it to other people and get that vicarious thrill. So I do think if you're looking to spend a little more, a throw is always welcome. Yes. And then Kelly recommended the Ipsy subscription for teens. That's I-P-S-Y. And it's a subscription box for makeup and beauty items, which I mean... I have to say, Violet's nine. She would like that now. I'm not getting it for her. Right. (laughs) But teenagers would love that. Yes. You can have that in your back pocket, Sarah, in a few years. (laughs) It's hard to buy for teens, so that's a great idea. Uh, Yes. Now, Sarah, you know we love a mug. We love a beverage (laughs) holder of any sort. Yes, we do. I thought we had covered them all. But Susan suggested yet another specialized cup. It's the Ember. It's a heated, rechargeable coffee cup. So it's something where, you know, it actually keeps your coffee as hot as it was when you poured it. And she said she really hesitated about buying it for herself. And she said it was an amazing purchase because she just loves coming back to her desk and still having hot coffee. So that's Ember. There may be one of those in your future, Liz. Oh, That's you a know great I idea. love a coffee cup. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and then we have a couple chocolate recommendations. Anne recommended Tiny Tony's chocolate bars. And Simone reminded us of John Kelly chocolates, which, I mean, are so good and an amazing gift. Like, we have talked about how we got a box of four John Kelly chocolates, and it was like life changing. The best, yes, the best, yes. And this is the one time of year when I don't bring out the evil donut bringer, um, you know, <laughs> yeah. in me. And I'm like, fine, if you want to give chocolate, give chocolate. Yes, but that is also why John Kelly chocolates and and probably Tiny Tonys as well 
are so great because it's not a vast amount. Right. You can choose to send a small amount. Yes. Yes. And it still feels special and gifty. Yes. And decadent. Yes. And then, okay, Sarah, a few ideas that we wanted to add. I love these shirts from Social Goods. They're 1973 shirts um, that's in support of Roe v. Wade, which passed in 1973. Um, and they're just very cool looking. $45, $5 goes to support the cause. So if you want to support Roe v. Wade, get yourself or somebody else a 1973 shirt. And then, Liz, you are a big fan of podcast swag as well. And yes. you have some favorite podcasts that you would love swag from. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, as someone who's very passionate about her podcasts, I appreciate this gift. And what I love about it is... Like, I will say I got my sister some podcast swag. I won't say from where, because if she's listening, it will spoil the surprise. <laughs> but I love that it's a way to support a podcast as well as to give someone a great gift. And yes, and, you know, usually it's swag is not that expensive and it's very personal at the same time. You know, I love a personalized gift, but we can't personalize yes. everything but podcast swag shows you really know somebody because you know what they like. And it's likely something they'd like but not buy for themselves. So I think it's a really easy, fun gift. Yes. And we can talk about this with no guilt because we have no podcast swag. We this are year. not selling anything. We have <laughs> yeah. no podcast swag. I wish we did, Sarah. I we know. had our wonderful cups a couple of years ago. Yes. But no, we have no podcast swag. That's something to do in, in 2022. Yes. Let's put that on our 22 for 22 list. Let's oh. get another round of podcast swag going. I like it. Okay. okay. And then, of course, you can always give to a charity. I just started giving uh, monthly to the L.A. Food Bank. There are so many great deserving places to give. Yes. And then one last idea from our listener, Victoria, she pointed out that you can also buy goods from a charitable organization. So, yes. for example, Homeboy Industries, we love Homeboy, has amazing baked goods. Um, and Cookies for Kids Cancer sells cookies to raise money for childhood cancer research. So there's that way to go as well if you want to um, give to an organization. Yes. And Liz, we should wrap up this segment with just another reminder to do all of this shopping soon. Because, yes. again, we have supply chain issues. We have shipping issues. Yes. This is not a year to wait to the last minute. Do not dally. Yes, shop away. Coming up, we're going to amplify a fantastic podcast. But first, this break. Liz, there is nothing I love more than having a delicious meal that I didn't have to cook, which is why I have been getting no prep, no mess meals from Factor. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Last night, I had blackened salmon with broccoli and with cauliflower rice. It was so delicious. It was the perfect dinner. 
Head to factormeals.com slash HIH50 and use code HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code HIH50 at factormeals.com slash HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Okay, it's time for our Amplify segment in which we amplify the work of women and people of color. And this week, we want to revisit the Catch a Break podcast. We first talked about it in episode 161, if you want to go back and hear more about Catch a Break. But Sarah, you had been listening to it recently Um, And you were like, we have to talk about this again. Yes, because this season they're doing something really special. It's their third season, and they're talking about how different departments work together to make a film or a TV show. And Liz, people ask us all the time, what does this particular job do? What does that particular job do? What is a grip? What is a gaffer? What's a best boy, right? And this season of Catch a Break really illuminates all of that. They, in every episode, they bring together a group of departments. Like one episode is uh, a transpo coordinator and a location manager. And they talk about what those specific jobs do and how they work together. And it's so enlightening. Even, you know, we've been working in television for 20-something years, and it's like, even for me, it's enlightening and fascinating to hear people talk about their their jobs. And what I really love about it is they're making a huge effort to not just, like, have a bunch of white guys come on. Uh-huh. Like, it's – they're really making an effort to make every episode inclusive and diverse. Mm. So, I mean, there are very few women transpo coordinators. I but... certainly have never met one. <laughs> no, exactly. But they found one. And – to hear her talk about her job, it's so cool. It's just, it's a really, really interesting season of this podcast, and I recommend it highly. Yeah, and also because even if, like, whatever you want to do in the business, you want to be a writer, you want to be an actor, director, whatever it is, yeah. the more you know about what other people do, the better you can do your job. And we always talk about how it's really a collaboration television and film. Yes. And this highlights that and will help you have a better understanding. And for people not in the business, I also just think it's interesting. It really is. It makes watching movies and TV more interesting when you sort of know what goes into it. We hear that from listeners all the time, like how they enjoy Fantasy Island because, yes, they enjoy Fantasy Island, but also because they've heard us talk about all these things behind the scenes and it just enhances the viewing experience. Yes. And in a movie, you know, when the credits roll at the end, if you actually know what all of those people are doing, you can see how much work went into it. It's yes. pretty incredible. Yes. So listen to the Catch a Break podcast. Okay, Liz, it's time for this week's Hollywood hack. <laughs> I've been spending a lot of time in my car, creating a lot of trash in the car. Um, And I literally feel like since I moved to L.A., I've been looking for the perfect car trash can. Yes. I would like to announce I have found it. Yay. Maybe this should be on our holiday gift guide. I can... (laughs) Oh, yeah. I actually think there are a lot of people out there who would enjoy getting the perfect car trash can. So explain why it's so great. Okay. And I I should also say it's reasonably priced. So it's the, I don't know how to pronounce this, a Pauto waterproof car trash can with lid and storage pockets. That's spelled E-P-A-U-T-O. You can get it on Amazon. 
Amazon. It comes in multiple colors. Do you want a black trash can? Do you want a pink trash <laughs> can? Do you want a green trash can? And it has Velcro on the bottom, so you can Velcro it to your the carpet in your car, or you can attach it to a headrest, which is like I have it on the back of my passenger seat. And so it's really easy to reach. It had, comes with trash bags, so it's very easy and practical to mm. empty. I am such a fan of this. And it's only like 11 to $13, depending on what color you get. Wow. Well, it's so great when you find the the ideal specimen of something, yes. right? It's I like know, I'm like light. waxing poetic about a trash can <laughs> that I love, but I love it. Hey, here in L.A. and, of course, even more so in Ojai, we spend a lot of time <laughs> in our cars, so... This is a good hack. The car trash can. Yes. (laughs) Life changer. And that is it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. For questions or comments, email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and please follow us if you haven't already. Thank you to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, king of remote recording. And thanks to everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. Thanks to everyone at Cadence 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Listen to the other Onward Project podcasts. Happier with Gretchen Rubin, Side Hustle School, Do the Thing with Whole 30's Melissa Urban, and Everything Happens with Kate Bowler. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at S. Fain and Liz is at Liz Craft. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Until next week, I'm Liz Craft. And I'm Sarah Fain. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. Hold on. I'm literally looking up this magic unicorn sea salt right now like i need to get it before i forget oh is it yeah. rainbow Ooh, it's not rainbow but it's a multicolored. Ooh, it's paprika garlic rosemary celery seed and pure ocean salt mm. she's gonna okay. love it i'm gonna be cooking a lot in the new year this is gonna be she might have to share it with me hmm. oh it's only eight bucks From the Onward Project.